believe as King's Church, God is with us. And I believe as a church that there is something God wants to do through us. I believe very frankly that in the next few months, in the next few years, we're going to see the result of what God is going to be doing through us in our city and in our nation. How do I know? I know we have been praying. I've had so many prophetic words about what God will do. And I believe as members of King's Church, God has been preparing us. And I believe that in the next few months, you know, we started this year looking at uh, power, the power of the Holy Spirit. It was deliberate because of where we believe God is taking us. Now, in saying that, we also believe as leaders that every one of us, every one of you, you've got a part to play. We believe that every one of us, the purpose of God is not just to come and attend meetings on Sundays. We believe that the power of God is inside our lives to cause a change, to cause, to cause a transformation, to bring the presence of God down wherever we are. So, of course, I know people are listening to me online. Yes, God is going to bless you because I've prayed. God is going to touch you. But I want to make this my message this Sunday and next Sunday, a message of us discussing together. So if you, have listened, if you are listening to this message online, or if you are here this Sunday, this message will not be complete if you don't come next Sunday. So this is the, it's like, just imagine this is the first half of the football match. <laughs> and uh, the score is 0-0. Is zero, zero. Okay. You have to come for the second half when we are going to win by 5-0. Yeah. <laughs> but don't, don't base your judgment on a 0-0 in the first half. Because you will miss what is the victory parade. The victory in the second half. So sometimes the coach would speak to the players during halftime and said, you, uh, I think you're going forward too much. Can you come back and probably if you shoot outside the penalty box, you are going to dazzle the goalkeeper. And the coach would say, well, during the first half, you were dribbling too much. So you lost a lot of possession of the ball. Uh, you need to work as a team. So just hold the ball. Don't dribble too much. Just pass to Ronaldo. <laughs> and the coach can say, yes. I've seen you, Rukaya. You, 
you, you, yeah, you, you just, you're full of speed, of strength. I would want you to run from the center and then attack the ball and just strike. Before you know it, at the second half, we are 5-0 up. <laughs> so, please, I'm going to be talking to us in that light. So, what's the me- my message today? The topic of my message is the kingdom of light. The kingdom of light. So, I'm going to read Colossians chapter 1 from verse 12 to 14. Colossians chapter 1. Verse 12 to 14. The Bible says, And giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. That scripture is so powerful. The Bible says you actually have a reason to give thanks to God. It appears as if the Bible is saying you have a reason to be joyful. And what is that reason? It says, who has qualified you? That is a big word. You have been qualified. You who didn't have any credential before. You who you were living your life the way you liked it. God took you. You didn't have any possession. You didn't have any focus. You didn't have any purpose in life. God now took you. And said you are qualified to actually share in the inheritance. It's as if God, God took us and said I'm going to qualify you. In order for you, please take note, to share, to partake, to own what you have not worked for. So when the devil comes to you, my brothers and sisters... And say, why are you rejoicing as if you have a part in the inheritance? All I need to say is, excuse me, I've been qualified. Didn't you know? The devil said, where is your credentials? Jesus, forgive me my sins. Jesus is my credential. Please, let us take note of that. And the Bible now says in the next verse, and says, for he rescued us. From the dominion of darkness. Can you imagine where we were? The Bible says we were living. We were moving. We were under the power and the dominion of darkness. So it appears as if, please take note of this. It first of all qualified us to share an inheritance. So when the devil comes and says, no, 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 you are part of me. He says, no, 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 I have rescued you from that dominion, from that kingdom, from that domain, from that territory, into the kingdom of light, into the kingdom of his dear son, whom he loves. 
in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Excuse me, the kingdom we are talking about is a kingdom where sins are forgiven. Please take note of this. We were under the dominion of darkness and the devil was terrorizing us. He was blackmailing us. He was inflicting, you know, dangerous things upon us. And all of a sudden, the Bible says Jesus rescued us. The Bible says we were not rescued. We were not born again by perishable seeds, by imperishable, by the precious blood of Jesus. He shed his blood to remove us from this darkness. And when you read Proverbs 4, verse 19, the Bible says those who walk in that darkness, when they stumble, they do not know that they have stumbled. The way they are living their life, they do not know actually that that's the way life should be lived. We live in a generation where normal things become abnormal. Where abnormal things become normal. I, 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 I hope you know that. See what is happening. Why would the president of a country just begin to terrorize another smaller country? And you are just bombing them. No, I don't even know. I, I mind. <laughs> I wanted to say you should have been bombing the military areas, but I'm, I'm, I have compassion. But you would just deliberately see buildings where, where citizens are, are living without guns, without defense, and you will just bomb that place. That is the kind of kingdom we are talking about. People just inflicting injuries upon each other. The Bible says God rescued us from that kingdom. So please see where he translated us into. The kingdom of light. The kingdom where there is illumination for you to advance in your career. The kingdom where there is illumination, where there is revelation, where there is light for you to advance in your family, for you to advance in what you are doing for God, for you to advance in your generation. That is the kingdom God has put us in so that you can see the light. So before you take any step, the kingdom you are in, you can see. That's the first thing. What's the next thing in this kingdom is the kingdom based on love. It's not based on hatred. Kingdom of his son whom he loved. What's the third thing? This is the kingdom where your sins are forgiven. They've been wiped clean. That's the kingdom God has brought us into. So may I just quickly say this. Brothers and sisters, you are qualified to boast in the Lord. You are qualified. Don't let anybody deceive you. Why? He rescued us. Is that okay? Now, when we go to 1 Peter chapter 2, it says the same thing. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 to 10. 1 Peter chapter 2. Please hear what the Bible says again. Chapter 2, verse 9 to 10. It says, but you are a chosen people. Did you see what I'm seeing again in this kingdom? Apart from the fact that you are all of a sudden, one minute ago, you were in the kingdom of darkness where fear and terror reigns. He rescued you from that kingdom and just made you to begin to share in an inheritance that you didn't work for. 
Now, he now says, in this kingdom, you are a chosen generation. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. Wow. You see the reason why I need to thank God? I'm special. <laughs> Excuse me. If you say I'm not special, I'm special. <laughs> did you know, did you see the, I'm not just claiming I'm special, I'm special, I'm special. Mm-mm. I know. You say, how did you know? No, he rescued me. I'm in the kingdom of light. I, I'm, I have, have partaken of his inheritance. My sins have been forgiven. In this kingdom, the culture in the kingdom is love. So I can say, yes, I'm God's special possession. And that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of, did you see again? He called us out of where? Into. You know, how many of you have gone to the riverside or the beach and you are throwing pebbles or stones? So when you throw the stone, you, did, you, you will hear a sound, into. <laughs> when I became a Christian, there was a sound that was made. What's the sound? Into. So when I'm saying I'm God's special people, I heard the sound. The devil heard the sound, into. It appears as if, no, I was carried I was carried inside into. <laughs> so I'm not just saying I'm a special person. I'm beautiful. I'm handsome. I'm. Uh, I had the sand into. I I knew. I know. I was called out of darkness into. Is wonderful light. Did you see again? The other light says the kingdom of light. This one says wonderful light. Inside this kingdom, you see wonderful things. You experience miracles. You experience God's power. You experience God's love. You experience God's compassion. Do you know it's not because you worked for it. That's why the devil is mad. Right. Can you imagine? The devil has been working over your life and said, look, nothing will come out of your life. One minute ago. And one minute later, he just saw you sharing his inheritance. Don't you think the devil will be mad? So you know what I just said to the devil? I had the sand. You also had the sand. In Is wonderful light. Into. If you have not heard the sound, you can hear the sound today. You cannot say, I, will, I became a Christian in my dreams. You didn't hear the sound. Because when you w- woke up, you didn't see it. I heard the sound. I was conscious. That's the reason why we gave our lives to Christ. Because the kingdom we are in is the kingdom of light, is the kingdom of his wonderful son, is the kingdom where there is love, is the kingdom where all of a sudden you just begin to share an inheritance that you did not work for. Do you know one thing? I, if you have uh, watched the documentary on eagles, you know eagles? 
Eagles is the only bird that flies the highest. When eagle is flying normally, the, the, any bird that they meet will be an, a fellow eagle. When eagles, is that person, is, 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 is that person uh, flying on eagle's wings? Okay, let's continue. Did, are you following me? When an eagle is flying, is the eagle is the only bird that flies the highest. When eagles are flying, normally, they don't meet any other birds. Any time an eagle meets another bird, what happens to that eagle? He's flying low. Any time an eagle meets another bird, it means that eagle has been displaced from the position it should be in, or it should be in, and is flying low. Anytime you are displaying as if you are not a sharer of God's inheritance, you are flying low. What will I say? Go back up. It appears to me today, I just want you to know where you belong. You belong in the kingdom of light. Uh, that's where we belong. Yeah, yeah. Now, the Bible now says, let me just conclude that so that I'm, I'm so happy. It says, once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. The next thing I want to say, you know, many people, cl <laughs> many people profess. They claim God's promise or promises. They say, I'm a chosen person. I'm God's special person. I'm a royal priesthood. They forget verse 10. That is God's mercy. It's not by you shouting. When you are shouting and you refuse to quote verse 10, that is God's mercy, it's not by your work. The devil says, just keep shouting. When you finish shouting, you will come and meet me. No, I said, no, it's God's mercy. I didn't work for it. He just qualified me and translated me into his kingdom. And I, hear, I heard the sound. Devil, you also heard the sound. In Then the devil said, oh, okay, you have defeated me. There's something I can do for you. Jesus, yeah, you are hidden in Jesus. Oh, but if I have to get you, I have to get Jesus, then I have to get God. I better leave this person alone. Can you imagine the devil is saying, you, you, he wants to attack you. But he just saw that you have shared in inheritance. And you are in that kingdom. And he's just saying, look, I bet if I touch him, <laughs> God is going to deal with me. I better leave him. Let me go and face another person, at least, who doesn't know Jesus. When we are asking people to be born again, to live a life of, of Christ, this is what we are saying. This is what we are saying. Ah, I need to round up. I know time, time, time has gone. So I just want to look. This, I'm going to finish with these scriptures. I just want to look what happens inside the, this kingdom of light and what doesn't happen in the kingdom of light. Is that, is that okay? What happens in this kingdom we are talking about and what doesn't happen? Matthew chapter 6 from verse 25. Because this is where I know a lot of people have a lot of tension in the way they walk in the Lord. 
And there's this tension between, well, am I really in the kingdom of light? Am I really in the kingdom of God? But inside this kingdom, what are the things God is expecting me to be doing? For example, I know people who are British citizens who came to Nigeria. The way they used to drive here, they drive on the right-hand side. Is, it, is that, am I right? We drive on the left-hand side. Emma, thank you. But when they came to Nigeria, they stopped up use, driving on the left-hand side. Why? They have been translated into the right-hand side in Nigeria. When I also came from Nigeria, I came here. I was driving on the right-hand side, but I was translated from another kingdom. And I, can you imagine me now driving on the left-hand side here? I just wanted to check whether you are following me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for helping me. So, <laughs> so you cannot just say you have been translated into. So what happens in this kingdom? Let's look at it. From verse 25. It says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. That is so big. That's the tension we, we face. The, God is telling you, inside this kingdom, don't worry about your life. What you will eat or drink or about your body. For you will, or what you will wear. It's not life more than food and the body more than clothes. What's the first thing? Inside this kingdom, can you imagine the tension we face? Ah, but we are facing a lot of things. And he's saying, don't worry about your life what you will wear, what you will eat. So it appears to me that inside this kingdom, it says, it's not life more than food. There is something in you that you have acquired in this kingdom. The qualification you have now is much more than just running after food, your body, your life, what you will eat, what you will wear. Are you following me? Are you following me? Yes. Even your prayer lives should not be concentrated on this thing you shouldn't be worrying about. Oh, are you following me? Yes. Sorry, I know, you know, it was good for us to be translated into this kingdom. But you need to know what happens in this kingdom. Sometimes, you know, when Paul is speaking, you say, ah, that's Paul. Even Paul said sometimes that this is me or this is not the Lord. When Peter is speaking, you say, ah, that's Peter. No, this is Jesus speaking. God himself speaking. Verse 26 says, Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in bands. Yet, your heavenly father feeds them. Oh, do you know one day, I think about 20 years ago, I was reading this scripture and I felt ashamed. And I will tell you what it says. God said, look at birds. They are talking to you, Kofu. So I said, what are they saying? Say, they say, look, you. It's your heavenly father, your father. You see, but they are saying, God is not my father. God created me. He's your father who is feeding me. And you, you don't even trust your father to look after you. <laughs> but it's pointed that he's your father. <laughs> and you say you have a responsible father. He's the one feeding me. How much more you? You lack knowledge. 
Are you not much more valuable than they? I like birds, I like animals, I like, but inside this kingdom, and we look after birds, we need to look after our climate because they are God's creation. In fact, when you are inside this kingdom, you look more after all these things. But the Bible is still saying you are much more valuable than all those things. Can any one of you, by worrying, had a single hour to your life? Shall I tell you something? Statistics shows that 85% of what you worry about will never happen. And even worrying, what does it add to you? You know what I discover when you are worrying? I discovered that worrying actually saps. You are expending energy to worry. Do you know that when you are worrying, you are, you are using energy to worry? You are dissipating energy to worry on 85% of things that will not happen. <laughs> the energy that you should have used to gain something valuable, you are wasting it on worry. And worry is actually what you are doing by your power, your energy, so as to convince yourself that at least you are doing something to help the situation, but it doesn't have any situation. You are not adding anything to the situation. So then I just make the conclusion. Oh, I need to finish. Lukundo, I'm sorry. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spend. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. Is that how God clothes the grass of the... If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow, is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? I just... God said, Kofua will clothe you. I started... I stopped worrying about clothes. You of little faith, so what God is just saying, trust me. So in this kingdom, we require faith. We require to connect and trust God in order to look after all those things we are talking about. So let me quickly finish. So do not worry, saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear. For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom and his righteousness first. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. So please, I want to stop here. But before I stop, this is what I want to say. Above anything else, God is saying, settle down. Stop worrying yourself about clothes, what you will wear about your life. Settle down inside this kingdom to find out what you ought to do. How do they operate here? And God now says, as long as you settle down, every other thing that you are looking for, you will get them. Years ago, so when the song we were singing, it, it means a lot to me. I was singing it throughout this week, last week. All I want, all I need is found in Jesus. If, I, if what I'm looking for, I can't find it in Jesus, I don't need it. 
In this kingdom, what am I saying? The first thing. So when it comes to your job, it's as if they are saying, in this kingdom where you need your faith to operate, in this kingdom, <laughs> the kingdom of God should become a priority for the choice of work you do. And even the work you are doing should reflect the purpose of the kingdom of God. And then, even when you are doing that, everything should revolve about his kingdom. Why? Every other thing you need, your food, what you will wear, your clothes, will be supplied as long as you are doing the kingdom. You know, I work in King's House here. The computer I'm using, I didn't buy it myself. It is compulsory for King's Church <laughs> to buy the computer I'm using. For the, for, in fact, it's against the law. <laughs> the law says that everything I need in order to in this country, it's not just this church. Everything I need in order for me to work, my employee must supply it. Your employer, you say, I wanted to find out again. <laughs> well done, you are listening. Your employer must supply everything you need. So even if in this world, what you need to work they will supply it. Why are you now buying what <laughs> you need for your employer? God is saying, I, I, I find it different, difficult. Just work for me. Seek my kingdom. Everything you need in order for you to be effective, to work well, I will supply it unto you. That's the tension we face. I know we have issues. I know we have problems because we live in a broken world. But God is saying, will you not have faith? What does it mean? Will you not trust me that if I employ you? And unfortunately, <laughs> you had the sand into, you know you are in my kingdom. So why are you struggling to go and walk again in the other side? So let me conclude this way. Did you say that I've stopped? I'm going to stop now. <laughs> this is the first half. If you go away with this message and you don't come and listen for the second half, you may go away with a distorted. It's, it might not be sound until you hear what happens next week. So next week, what do I want to focus on? What are the things in the kingdom? <laughs> when I tell you those things in the kingdom. And we will look at it in the Bible. You know, many times people say, advance the kingdom. Seek it for the kingdom of God. So what is in the kingdom? So that I can seek it. Sometimes I don't know what I need to seek. So <laughs> you need to come next week to hear what is in the kingdom for you to seek. And then when you begin to seek it, then you will see the result. You will do things effortlessly. Honestly, honestly. Let's put our faith and trust in God. God is with us. God is for us. And God will look after us. He will supply. Is that not what he said? He said, I will supply all. Did he say most of your needs? Many of your needs. Inside this kingdom. When you seek his kingdom for, he will supply. You know, there are so many nations in this world. <laughs> I know some uh, 
like places in Africa, places in, even in America. I've been to America. Don't know there are places in America. Even all, until about 20 years ago, do you know there are places in Britain that do not have electricity? The EU came in then 20 years ago to supply electricity to some places in Great Britain. You know, so some people, you know what they do? They go and get water and put it in jerry can. Any house where you find water in jerry can, in drums, or in buckets, there's a lack. Can you imagine in my house? I don't store water. What do I need? If I need water, I will just go to the supply. God is saying, I will, when you need it, I will supply it. Oh, that's the kingdom we are in.